200 accredited courses and more than 1,000 videos, the Police One Academy is a powerful online solution that provides department training programs with features that reduce time spent on records and policy management, credential tracking, and more. It is law enforcement training made simple and effective. For more information and to get a 30-day trial, visit www.policeoneacademy.com forward slash policing matters. Hello, and thank you for clicking, and thank you for listening to Policing Matters, the Police One podcast. I'm Doug Wiley. Hey, I'm Jim Dudley. Hey, Jim, um, following the active shooter event in uh, Gilroy, California, the Gilroy Garlic Festival, it was the third day, I think, of the three-day festival, and some knucklehead who, again, we won't name here, um, cut his way through a chain-link fence, uh, accessed the, the venue, and opened fire with I think it was an SKS. It was a long gun. It was a, it was a rifle of some kind. Um, killed a couple of kids and someone, I believe, in their early 20s. Uh, many others were injured. Um, after that event, um, the San Joaquin County Sheriff's Office, which is in the Central Valley of California, for those of you not from our Golden State, um, announced that um, an undisclosed, and I'm using finger quotes here, an undisclosed percentage of officers patrolling festivals and other large-scale events, outdoor events like, you know, concerts and uh, gatherings, parades, what have you. Uh, A certain percentage will be carrying AR-15 rifles. They will be strapped. Um, This is in an effort to, I, I believe, probably be a deterrent and also response, you know, more rapid response. You don't have to run to the squad car, grab the AR from the from the rifle rack, and then run back towards where the shooting's coming from. You can actually just go like that, right to where the activity is happening. Um, the the sheriff, uh, you know, he said he was trying to balance, you know, the perception of you know these cops out there looking more militarized. You know, yeah, it, the big black rifle scares people. I don't know why personally, but it does. Um, but balance that with public safety, balance that with the ability to provide, um, these events with a greater security, um, and better response in the event that some tragedy begins to unfold. Um, what are your thoughts about this? I mean, I, I personally, I am a hundred percent on board. I think it's a great idea. Um, what are your thoughts? Well, I like the patrol rifle as a tool and weapon option for police. I can't say it um, more firmly than that. I, I totally believe in it. I totally believe that officers should have uh, access to it um, in, in their radio cars on foot. I don't know how practical that would be. Um, if you play the odds, the odds of them ever using a patrol rifle while on foot patrol, probably in the really small point something percentile. So um, the you know, the added stress of carrying it on, you know, the front or the back. I mean, we're already in debate about a duty weapon, a Sam Brown belt, and, uh, you know, the the benefits of a uh, load-bearing vest, which I, I believe every officer should too. be wearing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, you're, we're going to add some more stress, you know, whether it's a 5- or 10-pound rifle um, added to the foot beat officer i'm not so sure about the practicality about that that said patrol rifle highly effective 
we go back to the North Hollywood shootout and then some when uh, clearly a patrol rifle was needed. They, they uh, went and stole some. They, yeah, they, they commandeered them. I, I think the whoever the hero is who owned that uh, rifle shop, uh, I, I'm sure he cannot buy a drink in North Hollywood no if there's a cop around. No way. Um, they're effective. They're accurate. They allow uh, you to shoot from behind cover at greater distances with better accuracy. I think it's essential to have regular training and qualification if, if that's going to be the case. But um, I, I think weighing the odds that I'd, I'd hesitate only because of the added uh, weight to um, the already overloaded equipment uh, that yeah. footbeat officers carrying around. You don't really need to Barbie doll up, uh, you know, a patrol rifle all that much. So you're... I, I haven't weighed my rifle, but I'm pretty sure it's in the neighborhood of nine pounds. Nine pounds. Somewhere in the neighborhood yeah. of nine pounds. And that's loaded. Uh, just a 10-round California-compliant magazine. Yeah. yeah. Um, that, um, I, th- I think that it's worth it. I think, and again, the San Joaquin County Sheriff, uh, whose name unfortunately escapes me and I didn't write it down, um, he said uh, that only a certain number will, will have these, sure. these weapons. Um, he didn't say how many, and he didn't, you know, go into any kind of great detail. But he's sending a clear signal: you come to a festival in my jurisdiction, you are going to be met with the with the appropriate weaponry. Yeah, that's a deterrent to me. That's that's sending a clear signal saying, not in my town. Yeah, not going to happen here. Not on my watch. Right, but I think. You know, devil's advocate, you're going to get the naysayers. You're going to get the anti-militarization of police to say that, that wait, we're not occupying force. Uh, you know, urban shield all over again. We don't want it. And, and my response to that is I've been all over Europe. The cops there are wearing them. They're carrying rifles at the airports, at mm-hmm. transit hubs, on the street, military gear, um, you know, do you want to be safe? Uh, are you just anti-optics? Um, yeah, <clears throat> I don't know. Again, I, I think the you know, nine, you say nine pounds. Have you ever carried a baby around for nine pounds? Oh, yeah. <laughs> for all day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, in, in patrol, I mean, I could think of a couple times where, um, you know, we've had situations where, you take custody of a child, um, the mother's hurt or injured, or it's a child custody, or you're booking the mom and you've got the baby and you're waiting for child services and you're holding this baby for, I don't know, an hour or two. Mm-hmm. And the next day you're like, my back is killing me and I'm wondering why. Um, again, nine pounds, yeah, maybe it's a big bowling ball, but strap it on for 10 hour shift. Yeah. You know, I. You know, I have done full days of, of training um, and not just carrying the weapon, but utilizing it and putting several hundred rounds through it and going and doing a lot of the, you know, kind of, kind of confidence course type of, of uh, activity yeah. w- with it. Um, and not just kind of standing around waiting, you know, waiting for something to happen, but actually running around and making things happen. Yeah. Um, and. You know, I, I feel like there's enough cops out there that have the capability, the physical capability to, to do this. Um, I think that you, to, to speak to the optics of it, um, 
I, I'm sure the sheriff in San Joaquin uh, County has already received complaints uh, about it before it's ever been deployed. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, again, it's uh, it's it's uh, it's about providing security and it's about providing, you know, a, a, a deterrent to people who want to come into that that jurisdiction and do some harm. Um, the uh, you know. I just think oh, here, here's another thought, and this this I had this discussion with someone on Facebook after learning about this and kind of posting it. Um, somebody, a friend of mine from I believe it's Southern California where he lives, the, they bought 15 patrol rifles for 15 motor officers. Oh, uh huh, uh huh. So they're they're. I've motorcycle. seen that. Yeah. yeah, the motorcycles strapped, and the, the the reasoning of course was that those motorcycles can get through traffic they can get they can go off road they can do all kinds of stuff yeah. that a patrol car can't do right, right. and it would increase the uh, speed with which the, the the response can can happen so yeah. you know that's another alternative i mean it doesn't have to just be foot patrol um you know i, I think i've seen it in arizona we talked we actually talked to a motor cop who had one on his uh, bike as it was new to yeah. us and you you ran the honda's unit right for a while yep it, it would make a ton of sense yeah, I to think put so. it on the Hondas. Um, if there was a really good locking mechanism, yes, definitely. Yeah. Well, that's, that goes without saying for any law enforcement firearms. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think, I, you know, I do, I, he said, uh, despite the fact that, uh, you know, the, the, the Gilroy, Gilroy police chief uh, said, despite the fact that they were outgunned with their handguns against a rifle, those three officers were able to fatally wound the suspect. The one word that stands out for me in that sentence, that's uh, Ch- uh, Chief uh, Scott Smithy, outgunned. Mm-hmm. You don't want to go outgunned. Right. You know, there's two rules in a gunfight. Bring a gun. Yes. If possible, bring a long gun. Yeah. No more rules. That's the right. end of the list of the rules. <laughs> yeah, I think one of the benefits is is that you'd have fewer shots fired. Heck yeah. Um, I've always been an advocate of the shotgun because one shotgun round usually does it. Yeah. and. Uh, 20 rounds from a pistol or one shotgun round uh, in the in the social media in in mainstream media officer fired one time yeah that's that's a better situation take the story right out of the the news commentators uh, hands speaking of hands have you got your hands on a long gun do you have one in your patrol vehicle do you have them at the station are they issued before shift do you have one at home uh, have you worked with it or, do you, do you or if you don't, I mean, what do you think? I, I'm really interested to hear what, what people out there in the streets think, especially if you walk a beat. Would you want to carry a long gun? And um, how would you carry it? Um, you know, we, we talked before the show, uh, Doug and I, about uh, strapped on the back or on a sling in front. And, and a full AR, maybe this spring is in, sling is impractical, but an MP5 or something of that sort um, Something lightened up on a uh, right a strap that's, yeah. that's and you extendable. Don't, you don't have to have a sixteen-inch barrel. You can have an eleven-inch barrel and cut some of the weight off, and yeah. you can and make it more compact, more like an MP5, yeah. where it's not floating around on your body. Um, you can have it, so especially the type of sling that I have, it, it's a, a sling that naturally settles right at the solar plexus, mm-hmm. and then you as you extend out it's got this elasticity to the sling that it and it also provides a little bit more stability when you're shooting as well yeah but you know so there's ways in which this can be done i believe that you know and think about painting the thing brown i mean people people are scared of the big black rifle 
you can paint it brown, <laughs> you know, or tan, or tan, or whatever. Um, so yeah, just let us know. You know, what what, what are your thoughts on the patrol rifle, uh, particularly for foot patrol at large scale events? Send us an email to policingmatters at police1.com. That's policingmatters at police1.com. Thanks again for listening.